state and still draw them at every forum. Don't lose no points, I just score them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the forum. I go by the name of Charles Diamond, aka Black Bruce Wayne, here with Ali, aka Allen. Unwritten rules. Whoa. It's a new day. Yes. With no aka. Nah, I'm just calling it one name. Was that a purposeful rhyme, Ali? Like, <laughs> it's a new day with no aka? Oh, no, that, no, I'm not that smart, no. But let's just pretend like it was. I was going <laughs> to give you credit regardless. I deserve the credit. Well, we're back. <laughs> After a brief hiatus, uh, thankfully nothing happened since the last time we recorded. No, mm-hmm. not really. What's, nope. I think like, what, I think we got a new coach. We had at least, we hired a shooting coach, I think. Kuzma changes hair. Space Jam 2 has started filming. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys know what date it is today? No. No. Taco Tuesday! <laughs> Yo, you know what's crazy? I actually had tacos for dinner tonight, and I didn't even put it together. Come on, man. You're messing up. I might just like go make another taco just so I can put it on Instagram on my story. Wait, by the time they listen to this, it'll be Wednesday, though. Rush. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though. I'm a. I'm a bit upset that LeBron does it every Tuesday now. I. It's not as like authentic anymore. Yeah, like Taco Tuesday is supposed to be an event. If Taco, it's it's special. If every Tuesday is Taco Tuesday, it's no longer special. Yeah, like I enjoyed the one with AD that that he hadn't done in a while, and then he just did one again today, and I was like, oh, okay. I want it to be authentic, you know, like do it like once or twice a month. Also, do they not have tacos in Cleveland? I don't remember any of these like Taco Tuesday <laughs> things going on in Cleveland. Like, did he just figure this out? Here, LeBron just found out what Taco Tuesday is. Yeah, I'm. I'm also that that raises a good question because I'm pretty sure, like in Cleveland, you're you're closer to like you know the 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 ranchers or the farms. You know what I'm saying? Where you get that good fresh ground beef. I don't know what the ground beef is like in LA. I don't know if that's shipped from elsewhere versus you know Cleveland. You just you're in Ohio, you drive to a farm, get that organic, you know, free-range, grass-fed ground beef. I'll, I'll, you Only you guys can speak to the quality of the ground beef uh, for the Angelinos. It's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a shining review. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. Tacos are good. Ah, uh, I think they're a bit overrated, but... How are tacos overrated? I just, oh, no. Okay, so we're not going to get into this, but... Just to quickly say my reasoning of why I think that, I just think they're very expensive for the amount you get. That is all. Like the street tacos? Uh, yeah, yeah, but like okay. not so much street tacos. Not so much with them. They're not. Mm-hmm. It's not that bad. But like when you go to like a restaurant or anything like that, I will a hundred percent get a burrito over a taco. Just You're talking about Chipotle? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? You I'm gonna to, give you. You, that. you need to call me out, bro. <laughs> Well, you you said burrito, so I knew off rip. But on, I'll tell give me the you only that. tell me the only beef I eat at is from Chipotle too. Go ahead. I wouldn't. Is that true? I, no. I would not. I'm not mad at <laughs> no, it. I'm no, not mad. no, I'm kidding. My my, tur- my tacos uh, this this evening, this fine Tuesday Taco Tuesday evening, were ground turkey. As a matter of fact, why? Yeah. Um, it's it's a it's a leaner meat. You know what I'm saying? It's a little leaner, less fat than the beef. You know what I'm saying? 
Aren't also, you supposed to? Aren't you supposed to not like? It's summer, so you want to like gain weight. You don't want to like you know I look thought, nice. I thought okay, I see what you're doing there. Yeah, and you almost get me every time with your dry sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an actor, bro. And you do it well. Also, bro, raising cattle is not great for the environment. I'm trying to be sustainable out here. Turkey is a more sustainable meat. I'm bsing to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm just trying to cut right now, but mm-hmm. I, I, I mm-hmm. also ate a steak like a week ago, so I'm BSing. <laughs> so not that much stuff has happened in the last few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so here's what we're going to do. Because it's been a while, it, it's old news, but I feel like uh, I feel like it needs to be discussed. As, as Raj so eloquently put it, the last time we recorded, eloquently put it before we started recording, I should say, the last time we recorded a podcast... The Lakers had three players on the roster, and the Lakers currently have an almost full roster. 14 out of 15 spots filled, and two two-way spots filled um, with an open yes. roster spot. In the meantime, the Lakers roster does not include one Kawhi Leonard. Wait, we didn't get him? I mean, I heard that his meeting <laughs> with Magic went so well that he really wanted to come, but but Jerry West was that that convincing. I'd say, damn, I thought we got him. Mm, if only. I want to hear from you guys. Where where were you? What were you doing? I want to hear the story of the moment you heard that Kawhi Leonard would be joining the Los Angeles Clippers. My story's not that exciting. I was just, what time was it? It was like 10 p.m. or like 11 p.m.? Yes. It yeah, was it was late. It was one of those p.m.s. And I, uh, I was on my fourth beer. Uh, I was at my <laughs> uncle's place. I was on my, I was at my uncle's place and, uh, we were just all chilling. And it's funny because probably like 20 minutes before the announcement, I was like trying to explain to them because they, they're the type of people that say they're Laker fans, but like they don't know much. So like they were asking me about it and, you know, I was like telling them about Kawhi and everything, like where they think he's, where I think they're ending up. I'm like, nobody really knows, but like I'm hoping the mm-hmm. Lakers, you know, I wasn't expecting a, you know, news to break that late and i was literally just on my phone and then i saw that tweet and then i just i think that moment i sent out two tweets and then i put my phone away for like two minutes just to like realize what happened so it wasn't that exciting but it was pretty sad yeah i was i was at home this was the day before driving to summer league so it was like 11 and i already packed i was just on twitter and then i see the notification and at first i don't think it's real and then i see like five more tweets come in. I'm like, oh, this is going to ruin my drive tomorrow, isn't it? And then I start getting like all these tweets of going back and getting receipts of all the shit I talked on, Woj and all that crap. So yeah, that wasn't a, that wasn't a great night. I had a, I had a tweet that said, um, my favorite part about this is if Kawhi does sign with the Lakers, uh, Mm -hmm. just other teams reactions of like being pissed off. And I think uh-huh. I think that night that tweet got like thirty more likes or something like that. And uh-huh. yeah, I just realized any Kawhi tweet you have will start to like <laughs> creep up. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming for you. Yeah, I actually I just Rick? I just landed in Vegas right now first <laughs> for summer league because it was it was at eleven p.m. So I land. I told I told my girlfriend that I landed. And she called me because she, I was there. That was the day that there had been an earthquake. So she called me like, Rick, there's an earthquake. There was an earthquake, blah, blah, blah. The scoreboard was swinging, you know, I like blah, 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 blah. 
And I was like, damn, 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 that's crazy, that's crazy. And I'm, you know, and I'm already excited. I've never been to Vegas once before. So we get off the phone. She's like, all right, just let me know when you're here. We get off the phone. Not 45 seconds later, she calls me back and she's like, did you see? And I'm like, what are you, I just got off the phone with you. No, I didn't see anything. What are you talking about? (laughs) And then she told me, I was pissed because I was like, don't tell me that because you could be getting duped and I need to get, I need to be off the phone with you checking tweets to make sure this is authentic, to make sure this is legit. (laughs) Um, but then that's what happened. It was the Woj tweet, and then Haynes tweeted it, and then Shams tweeted it, and I, I was like, oh. Who was first? Was it Haynes or Woj? I think it was Haynes, no? It was Haynes, I believe. Oh, yeah. my, my bad, my bad, Haynes. Come on. I did, I, my bad, Chris Haynes. Um, but it was, for me, it was like, I saw, I, she said that. I said, get off the phone right now. I need to make sure this is real. I didn't say that. I said, baby, can, can I call you back, please? But, but the urgency was in my voice. And then I got off the phone and I said, you know what? All right, Rob, it's time to do your job. Like we didn't get Kawhi. Now, now it's the hard work. Fill the roster out. And as I had that thought, as that thought left the lips of my brain, I saw the next domino that fell. And my immediate reaction was, fuck you, Paul George. <laughs> um, and I haven't really left that mind state yet. <laughs> um, I was heated at Paul George. <laughs> so mad Kawhi did not piss me off Paul George had me ready to like punch (laughs) windows in Las Vegas airport people would have not nearly have been pissed at Paul George if it was just like Kawhi going to Toronto and Paul George going to Clippers but like the whole thing of Laker fans thought Kawhi was coming and then he goes to Clippers and then Paul George of all people then goes to the Clippers it's like what the hell just happened yeah, that's the one where my heart dropped. Yeah, that's the one that shocked me way more than the Kawhi one. Because nobody knew. Yeah. There was not one rumor of that. So, you guys know, I think I shared this with you guys, but you know George Sedano, he does like the ESPN on 710? Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, I had this tweet, which is almost like cryptic now. Uh, this is like a couple days before Kawhi um, announced. I said, Sedano saying, the longer this goes, it goes better for the Clippers because they can trade for a superstar. I tweeted, please take, please name a star you're getting back for Calinaria picks right now that Kawhi would want a team with. And that's <laughs> <laughs> So then, so, so like minutes after the Paul George thing dropped, right? Sedano, I see Sedano likes that tweet. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. And he like, re- <laughs> so he replies like, I hope you find funny in me responding to this. I was like, yeah, you were right. You know, what can I say? And that shit blew up. It had like 96 likes, I think, when it started. And then it got retweeted by every troll account in the world. So, yeah. He, he came for your throat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Wow. As soon as you see the like, that's when you're like, oh, yeah. Man, I see what's about to happen. <laughs> this is happening now. This is what's going down now. I, I deserve this. I got yeah. to pull out the umbrella because I'm about to get rained on. <laughs> about to get rained oh, on. 100%. Heavy. Oh man, yeah, man. Like, I, it, it's like you said. Like, Kawhi was like whatever, and then like I don't, I don't understand how a man can say he loves the city, and then one summer say ha ha ha, <laughs> y'all, <laughs> and then the next summer say the same thing. <laughs> like that blow, Like this man, he does not love Los Angeles. He hates home. <laughs> he had a rough childhood, apparently. He likes being the villain at home. Yo. <laughs> Did you see his story today? Who? Paul George. <laughs> I ain't looking at his <laughs> Well, I I saw it and it's it's a fo- it was two different stories. 
one of him in a clipper hat, and then one of him in clipper shorts. And they were both ugly. Yeah. Both hideous. And, like, I'm not saying that just because it's the Clippers. Like, like part of me is. But the other part is... <laughs> I am. Like, no. the other part is, like, they, it was actually hideous. I believe you. I believe you. My bad. What you drop? Stop throwing stuff. I know you hate Paul... Do- I know, like, the Paul George stuff pisses us off. But, like, you don't even throw stuff. Look, man. I was upset. I was upset. I was, I was yelling in the Las Vegas airport. People were looking at me. It's funny because I saw... Uh, I saw a, uh, as I was going to baggage claim, I saw a, two Raptors fans and like, mm-hmm. I, we caught eyes and he just shrugs and shakes his head. <laughs> and I was like, I just shrugged back at him. And then I walked up to him and he goes, yo, f- Paul George. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, everyone feels that right now. <laughs> Raptors and Lakers is that meme. Raptors and Lakers fans shaking hands. <laughs> oh man. I yeah. still don't think Raptors fans can be pissed at Kawhi. No, no. They brought him. He brought them their first championship. Like I don't think, I don't think you can. They need. They can be pissed at him. They can be upset. No, but they can't be pissed. You you can be upset at the situation, but it's like like you said. Like there, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. There would be no ring without yeah. without Kawhi. Yeah. If he if they didn't win a ring, sure, by all means. But yeah. with a ring, that's obviously the end game always. Yeah. Although I'm not even mad at Kawhi. I'm mad at Paul George. It's weird how like I'm not even. <laughs> Like, Kawhi can do whatever the hell he wants. It's like, Paul George left with three years left on his deal. That's me saying that from, like, another team's perspective, but I just thought of this, Mm. and I couldn't, like, I couldn't think of the answer. So I want to hear it from you guys. And I know this is dark, but I have to go there. Oh, man. If if the Lakers won a championship this year, right, and then AD leads in the summer, would you be mad? Yes. Yes. I think that's fair. I think it's fair because... um, Kawhi uh, didn't, like, request to go to Toronto or, like, didn't say he would sign long-term there, whereas mm-hmm. AD, like, said, he these are the destinations I want and all that. And then also, Kawhi brought them their first championship ever, whereas AD would bring, like, another one on top of it. So, like, I think that's a total different situation. I agree. Yeah, that was dark. I was yeah. just, like, thinking yeah. AD leaving is, is pretty dark. Yeah. Yeah. When he when he when he didn't answer the question, I obviously knew there's no way he's answering that question. When the guy who asked him that question, do you remember during his like a uh, press conference? Oh, uh, wasn't that Bill Plaschke? Yes, yes, it was. And I obviously mm-hmm. you're gonna give that answer, and I yeah. knew that was coming. But then when he's talking about uh, in like the other day for a 2K interview, I believe, but I'm not 100 percent sure. He said he was right, talking about Chicago. That mm-hmm. kind of scared me. <laughs> do you do you know that about that one? I heard him say that he would definitely think about playing for chicago, chicago right? one day yeah okay. yeah one day no don't say that <laughs> yeah that's you're that's retiring scary. here <laughs> <laughs> it would also be it would just be so i was gonna say it would be a bad pr hit for him to like force his way to the lakers and then leave but yeah. honestly leaving the lakers would probably help his pr more you know everybody hates the lakers mm-hmm. it, oh, that's true <laughs> So, I don't think he'd do that though. Like, especially, especially with LeBron having another year on his contract. What like, would it? What would it take for him to leave? Let's not talk about this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're doing worst there. case scenarios already. Like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is supposed to be a very positive podcast. We're not going. Yeah. I went dark for a quick second. We're gonna get out of that zone. Ali Whatever turned the know. lights off and like he flipped them right back on. So. All right, all right. We're we're happy. We're happy. Because we have an NBA roster, uh, we have really a, nice. we have a legit roster. 
I think my favorite signing is is Demarcus Cousins, just on a pure like cost benefit ratio. Uh, because like we didn't sign a third star. Also, right. I, I I'm I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I am very happy with the team and the roster and the situation. We got a wide open league. We have two of the best five to ten players in the league. Mm-hmm. But I just distinctly recall that at one point in time. We had room to sign two max free agents, and I was told by the president of basketball operations for the Lakers that we would sign two max free agents, and we did no such thing. <laughs> well, we technically have two max players. We didn't sign yeah. them, though. We signed so, one. We did. So I have like a hypothetical to, to throw out to you guys, uh, if you can follow me for a second here. So let's say last last season, LeBron doesn't come to the Lakers. Like... He signs one more deal in Cleveland, right? Mm-hmm. He says, I'll give them one more year. And let's say the year like goes the same. Kawhi, whether he wins the title or not, doesn't really matter to me in this hypothetical. And LeBron is a free agent again. And the, the Lakers have a free agent cap space. And they have their young core. And then LeBron kind of puts out his free agency the same way. He kind of gives a couple teams and the Lakers are one of them. And now he goes to the Lakers and says, I'm only coming if you trade for Anthony Davis. Would you feel different about the situation now if that if that played out that way? Like, let's say he said, trade everyone for Anthony Davis, an outcome. And he had the same kind of great year he had in 2017, 2018. Uh, That's a great hypothetical. You're, you're saying, like, would I would I still, like... Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, would it make you feel better about the team now or the same, or how would you feel? Absolutely. Still the same. To me, still the same. The same. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That kind of helped me, like, when the Kawhi stuff dropped. Like, I was just thinking of, like, this may be wearing just, like, purple and gold glasses, but I'm just thinking in that situation, putting things in a perspective, you know? Yeah. I actually, I feel like I would feel better if it had happened in your hypothetical way. Hmm. Um, Because I feel like it almost as if, like, we had no choice in, right. in your hypothetical, exactly. right? Like exactly. we we have to we have a chance to sign LeBron, and all we have to do is trade these young guys for Anthony Davis, and mm-hmm. like from one fell swoop, in like the a blink of an eye, we can go from irrelevant team to title contender, right? Right. That for me, back against the wall, irrelevant team to title contender, that makes me feel better than all right, we signed LeBron. Oh, we got spurned by Paul George. Oh, we got spurned by mm-hmm. other people. Oh, we had this year where LeBron got hurt and we were depending on our young guys, but they didn't show up. But some showed good chemistry with LeBron, but some didn't. And then right. then we got um, you know, denied by other free agents. And now we had to make a move in order to salvage the situation as opposed to, in your hypothetical, making a move to, to I mean, creating something out of nothing. I feel like I would, right. it, it, like I, I, I don't. I hope I don't get like yelled at for this, but like I would, I would feel better if I were a Clippers fan right now. I would feel better about this summer than I feel as a Laker fan about the past twelve months, mm-hmm. fourteen, thirteen months because he signed July one. Does that make sense? Yeah, that, that, that makes, makes total sense. Um, because like we haven't. Well, I mean, we've talked. We talked about this on in the Anthony Davis pod, obviously, but like. Like I'm, I'm gonna watch Mad Pelicans games, you know. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I think Lonzo's a special basketball player, and I wouldn't have as many, like, you know, I wouldn't have as much um, 
emotional connection to him if I didn't see him play with LeBron, if I didn't see LeBron praise him as quote-unquote our point guard, if I didn't hear LeBron praise Brandon Ingram as that kid's going to be special. And maybe that was all, uh, you know, equivocation, talking out of the side of his mouth. But, like, he still said it. You know what I mean? And that that, – I believed him. Are you are you guys ready for people to love Lonzo and Ingram oh, and Hart? People like are gonna because it's gonna become the mm. D'Angelo effect, where like you go yeah. to another team and people start to like you go on a team where you're more focused on now, and people start to actually really appreciate your game and see that you're actually a special talent and start praising yeah. you. Whereas when you were on the Lakers, it was totally different. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for them though. Like in all seriousness, like they are about to showcase their talents way more there than here and they have a great system around them and they're about to ball out this year as a counterpoint though specifically about like um d'angelo russell like you also have to be cognizant of the fact that like the nets developmental program it was mm-hmm. leaps and bounds above the lakers for the past few years like now we have a bunch That's of seasoned one. assistant coaches we have a shooting coach we have you know a, a skills development guy and phil handy and, it, and it's almost like i mean obviously well it, it's almost like Man, we could have really used that when like mm-hmm. Lonzo needed to learn how to shoot mm-hmm. or when, you know, like, you know, Brandon was was learning how to, you know, break defenses down off the dribble and be our secondary creator. Um mm-hmm. so like it, it's 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 obviously I agree with you that's going to happen, but it's almost like it's going to happen because we didn't set those guys up for success in a real way, you know. And, it's also going to happen because they're, you know, developing and they're years older now and all that, but also yeah. because of that. Yeah. And right. and at the same time, though, it's like I can say I wish we'd had, you know, the shooting coach, the skills development coach when we had those young guys. But like Anthony Davis is 26 and there's some stuff he needs to get better at. And if he gets better, if he raises his own floor, Jesus, like that's a crazy player. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma, there's stuff he needs to get better at. He can use a, I mean, exactly. he's been working with lethal shooter. He can use Phil Handy's mm-hmm. expertise. Like it's not like our guys can't get better. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, I can't wait for Jason Kidd to work with them. <laughs> you just you have to do it, don't you? I know. <laughs> Sorry. He's gonna work with Costas too, right? On Ted Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh to to refer to Raj, I think I might have to get a custom Lakers Antetokounmpo jersey. You don't have to anymore. It'll be official. Oh, well oh yeah, it's a it's a two way, so he'll get, have some days. Get, get his South Bay jersey. Support South Bay. Uh, if South Bay does the does the Vaporwave logo that's been on Reddit, I will absolutely get the South Bay. I'm just, I like the logo regardless, but that's a fire. Did you see logo. their black jerseys last season? No, sir. They were fire. They are amazing. I'll you're send it to me, you later. It's so I'll, nice. I was gonna say you're making me Google Google while podcasting. Google do it, while do casting. It right now. Do it right now. <laughs> Googling while casting. Do it, please. The South Bay ones, right? Yeah. Are you doing it too, Raj? Yeah. Yeah. Go look at that. Oh, oh, oh no. How oh, nice are those? That is fire. You I might see have the to one get the that Steve's wearing? Right oh, yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. Okay. My only okay. thing against it is like the big wish sign on it, but like, just just imagine that's not there. Do either of you the, guys have the wish app on your phone? No. No. It's just curious. Yeah, that is weird that they put the wish like right on the bottom all, uh, all zoomed in. Yeah. I mean, that was, yeah, yeah. No, no, uh, jersey patches have made me go, I really want this product. <laughs> yeah. I oddly think the Knicks and Squarespace, like, Squarespace is such a clean, modern logo that it kind of mm-hmm. just like, I'm just like, ooh, you know what I mean? Like, ooh, that's, that's, that fits. And I, I, I mess with Squarespace heavy. 
It's very easy to build a website there. No, they are not a sponsor, but they can be if they would like to be. <laughs> the forum podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Hashtag no free promo. <laughs> we back. <laughs> but to your point, yeah, I don't I don't know too many um I don't know too many other ones though that like that fit. Or, or, or at least, I, I don't know if any of them fit, but at least, you know, have a little bit of synchronicity and they, they match a little bit. I mean, I like the Jumpman and Hornets one. Oh, yeah, of course. Duh. That one's bad. cool. Uh, what is, what is Orlando Magic? It was Disney? Yeah, that was actually cool. That, one's that was cool. actually cool. Um, the, uh, the Philly StubHub one? <laughs> Not with it. And, and it's weird because the, it, like, it matches their color scheme, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, I'm like, StubHub? Like stubble, <laughs> like everybody else is like. I mean that that and Harley Davidson are like just out of place to me because StubHub. Obviously, I love StubHub, but it's just like why? Like y'all already selling tickets. Like what you mean? And then I don't know if like Harley Davidson is like <laughs> headquartered in Milwaukee, but that big <laughs> orange logo on that green jersey. I'm like, nah, I hope Giannis signed off on this because yeah, I don't know. I just hope it doesn't turn into like you know the NASCAR jerseys where it's like all advertisements and you just barely see like oh yeah you just see the jersey you see the number jersey like inside of the advertisements that would be horrible. That's how I feel about like I don't know if either you guys watch W, but I watch a lot of WNBA and like Mm -hmm. yo they don't have numbers on the front of their jerseys because it's so many ads. See, I I don't like that at all. It's crazy. It's crazy, and also it's it's WNBA, so it's women. And like a lot of them have long hair, so like, and I don't know, like I, I don't know, like I know a, a fair number amount of the players, but I don't know all of the players by by like look. But I'll, I'll, you know, if I have the roster up, I'll know the number. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's a nice bucket. Who is that? And I gotta wait for her to like whip her ponytail because I can't see the number on the front of her jersey or the back of it. I'm like, yo, this was not well thought out at all. This was not well thought out. I'm like, oh man, that's a nice spin by Chelsea Gray and the assist by Verizon. Uh, <laughs> Like, like, what in the world, bro? Like, give me a number on the front of the jersey. That's a pet peeve of mine. I just think I, I'm very against ads or, like, you know, lo- that type of stuff on jerseys. But the way the NBA has done it is fine. Just don't make it any bigger. But, yeah. but you, like, you know that's what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's like, going to go, uh, it's going to start going that way. Yeah. It's, it's every year, every, every three years, it's going to get a little bit bigger and then a little bit. <laughs> And then eventually it's going to be Lakers on the top left corner yeah, and wish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wish that big. <laughs> the Los Angeles wishes. <laughs> going to look like European soccer out here. I want to root for Man U, but really I just love Chevy. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I, I guess uh, the roster's been set for a while. I told you I'm, I'm hyped for Boogie. But I guess I guess we should share with the people that, you know, we all went to Summer League together. Uh, well, not together. We didn't go together, but we, we met up in Summer League. So when you're listening to this pod now, this is organic. You know what I'm saying? This ain't no, this ain't no internet shit. This is some real shit. <laughs> <laughs> we watched like two quarters of basketball, I think. <laughs> no, that's not true. We watched more. We didn't just watch the Laker game. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. We watched. Uh, oh, yeah. We watched two quarters of Laker basketball. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Uh, shout gonna... out to the shout out to the people who uh, who spoke with us outside of Thompson yeah. Rack Center. Mm-hmm. Shout out Taco Fall. 
Shout out Taco Fall. Yo, shout out, shout out to the homies. Met some of the homies for the first time. The Lakers Twitter homies. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Shout out, shout out Grant. Shout out Christian. Uh, Domin. Shout out Domin. Absolutely. Shout out Harrison. I never met Harrison, Harrison before. Mm-hmm. Who else? We're missing somebody. Uh, we saw Kuz uh, and LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Rich Paul. I saw Wes Wilcox in the stand. Shout out Wes Wilcox. <laughs> Is it starting to be like the Nick Young uh, post-game interview? Shout out D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> shout out Zubak. Shout out Oni. Oh, yeah. Shout out Oni, for sure. Yeah. Shout out yeah. Kendrew. Kendrew, Kendrew, shout yes. out. Shout out the homies. Yeah, that was a good. that was a good experience. Also, I saw Jackson Hayes almost murder a man, jumped over a dude on a dunk. And that was the craziest basketball-related thing I've ever seen in my entire life in person. Ooh, what is my craziest thing I've ever seen in person? I saw the Blake Griffin dunk on Kendrick Perkins in person. That's kind of crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah, they showed that replay like 20 times. Bro, I'm bugging. I saw Giannis jump over Tim Hardaway in Madison Square Garden. That's my craziest. Because he actually jumped over him. Yeah. I was going to say, I saw Shannon Brown dunk one time. I think that was like the craziest thing. That's it doesn't even matter which dunk it was. No, any, I just any remember it was like a dunk. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I saw D Fish hit a buzzer beater against the Clippers. That was cool. That was that probably my cool. favorite game I went to. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't even know he had a game winner on the Clippers. It was like a floater, I believe. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yes. I do remember that. Over DeAndre. I was going to figure it was one of those like Rondo game winners, like one of those broken <laughs> plays, and he's just like, ah, and throws the ball towards the basket. <laughs> Um, I, we do have to talk about that though, because, uh, there's been, we're, we're, this is, this will be the 18th, technically 19th, but I'm going to stop doing that. The 18th episode of this podcast and the amount of Rajan Rondo slander that has, has, <laughs> has, has creased the listeners eardrums over the past 18 mm-hmm. episodes. We got, we got to, we got to rectify this. We have to come because this man might possibly be, well, I'm sorry. LeBron is our starting point guard. Well, not technically not, yet. Not, well, true, 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 true. Coach Vogel has to make sure that Coach Kidd is okay with that and then oh, we'll, we'll move forward. <laughs> oh um, my God. <laughs> um, but, but Rondo's, Rondo's here to stay. Uh, and I think it's about time that we like, positive talk positive self-talk only like uh, no more no more negativity no more he doesn't try on defense no more he hunts for assists no more, no more of this. has a better positive net rating than rondo no more caruso is a better defender more athletic and a better shooter than rajon rondo no more caruso hustles harder than rajon rondo no more of that so we're supposed to lie is that is that what we're supposed to do <laughs> No, no. We are supposed to we are supposed to see the best in people, right? Unwritten rules, aka unwritten Rajan. <laughs> <laughs> unwritten Rondo. That's uh, my burner. I thought I was gonna get cursed at for that. <laughs> uh you guys wanna go over like the Laker signings? Someone other than Rondo, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Who do you guys think was like the biggest I know Rick, you said uh boogie raj what do you think yeah i said boogie like 15 minutes ago to start this section of the conversation my bad. <laughs> no, you're so, good. so danny green kind of let me like live that night yep. like i don't know how out of how i would have like managed to <laughs> it's, it's, drive it's, drive four hours to las vegas if we didn't have danny green inked like 10 minutes after that paul george news drop because i was like oh it's someone's name like who makes sense like who's good it's so funny because we were all expecting danny green on lakers after that right 
Yeah. Yeah, we were all expecting yeah. that signing to happen. We know when, like, it not maybe, like, not a few minutes right after. I was thinking so, but, you know, it could have been the next day. But mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what would happen if Danny Green, like, 10 minutes later was like, Danny Green signs with the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, my God. I, that, because, like, like you said, the Danny Green signing kind of made everyone, every Laker fan, like, breathe, like, a sigh of relief. Yeah. Like, everything's okay, blah, blah. But if he just signed somewhere else, I think that would have ruined people's nights. Like, actually yeah. ruined people's nights. But yeah, I think I think the I actually think the biggest signing is Boogie. Like I, even though Danny Green, I think is like humongous for the Lakers, and they actually like have a legit shooter, and you know he's going to mm-hmm. be huge for them not only on the offensive end but defensive end, and he should always, always, always be playing with LeBron. I I think the Boogie signing, like Rick said, is the biggest thing because you don't know what Boogie you're going to get. You're hoping you don't At get all. the Boogie from last season, but if you get like just a seventy percent Boogie or like a boogie that just knocks down threes and sets good screens, you know, it just, it's a huge difference maker for the Lakers because obviously his play style in JaVale's is so different. And with, with AD not wanting to play the five, you need that guy who can, you know, spread the floor, like do the, do the work that, you know, just, I just, I can't, I really, really hope boogie, you know, just, and it, from everything it's looked like, it seemed like, you know, him losing weight and just the way he's like, you know, approaching the interviews and everything. I think, I think, we're going to get a much better boogie from last season, but we'll see. So uh, this might be me jumping ahead or getting ahead of myself. Who do you think should start at five? Um, I, I say, I say boogie. If yeah, yeah, I, I definitely say boogie. And I, I actually think Kuz should come off the bench. I, I do too. I'm, I'm with you there. I'd want AD to kind of start at the five. Eventually. I think when like we're, playoff mode or something like that mm-hmm. he should be starting at the five but to start the season i would start boogie and then have coos and uh coos come off the bench who are you who are you starting who's your like projected starting lineup i'd have bradley uh green lebron and then uh boogie and maybe is that five i think that's five yeah that's that's the exact yeah. that's the exact starting lineup i'm thinking of and it's funny because it's just it's so interesting because with boogie and Kuz and Avery Bradley, I feel like there's a bunch of, you know, you're hoping they become this certain player. You're hoping Bradley becomes the player mm-hmm. he used to be. You're hoping um, Boogie becomes the player he used to be, or like kind of like 70% of it. And then you're hoping Kuz really steps it up on the defensive end and actually hit, like knocks down those open threes. And it's, yeah. if those pieces all connect, I just, because my dad asked me that he's like, who, who do you think is better currently, like Lakers or Clippers? And I said, if those, like those pieces I just said, if those pieces connect, I think Lakers have the better team. But it's to be seen. So I'm the only person on the podcast who would start JaVale McGee at center. Yeah, why? Well, it's not a, like I don't think that's a bad choice. I just am curious why. Yeah. Uh, one's a cop out answer. Continuity. Okay. T- to be honest with you, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just because. Good word. Uh, what'd you say? Good word. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been reading at least, uh, re- uh, least recently, lately, and recently. I was making those two words into one word. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> continuity. LeBron knows how to play with him. He knows how to play with LeBron. It, it's not something new. And I also think it's, it's kind of like a, kind of like a momentum thing, right? Like it, it was really cool to start off the game with a, a Bron JaVale alley-oop. You know what I'm saying? Uh, which, which happened a few times last year. Um, I'm also really interested in seeing, well, for one, JaVale starts at the, say if JaVale starts at the five, like that he's not going to pull, he's not going to, he's going to play a shift. Right, he's gonna play five, five to six minutes, and he's coming out. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think that's the right move. But I, I think him starting at the five isn't like indicative of anything else. Like it's not indicative of him finishing. It's not indicative of him, uh, you know, being the best center on the roster. It's only indicative of him starting, out, giving us a little bit of rim protection and a lob threat and sort of start the game off with like some of those momentum plays. Mm-hmm. And then I think Boogie should come off the bench. Uh, I think having Boogie and Kuz come off the bench is like, obviously we don't know the Boogie we're going to get, but mm-hmm. that, that's, that's a lot. lot. Of, that's a lot of firepower. That's, yeah. a, that's a lot of firepower off the bench. And like someone's going to have to defend Kuz. Someone's going to have to like, I don't know. I don't know what backup bigs in the league are going to be out there defending Boogie with his skill set, um, scoring, you know, both in the paint and on the perimeter. Um, and like Boogie is, he, he's not a, He's not a playmaker in the sense of like Anthony Davis's skills, but he's a, he can handle the ball and he can pass the ball. Um, so think, having those two he, offensive threats anchor that bench lineup, I feel like is is dangerous. I think he can pass nine seven AD. Yeah, actually, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I'm, yeah. I I misspoke. I think it's more natural for him. Like he, I don't know, his playmaking seems seems like it comes pretty more natural. Yeah, I I just think. The biggest thing is like Boogie's chemistry with AD. I think Boogie will play better on the court with AD. So that's yeah. the big reason why I want Boogie to start is just because like I think he's mo- he'll be really comfortable there. And I think that's the biggest thing you need to have when he starts coming back and like playing on the court is like him having people who he's played with and like him being comfortable and him knowing like I just think they have great chemistry together. So like it and there's like a lot of things you can do with them two on the court at the same time. Whereas with JaVale right. and AD, there's not a lot. Yeah. Can I also offer like one more no. kind of morbid? Oh, okay. I'll shut up. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, he's obviously in shape. He looks very thin. He looks svelte, very sleek. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I've been watching Gold Member, so I'm going to do this. Very toy, like a toy girl. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you guys, Austin Powers, Gold Member. Oh, I still have not it's seen it. It's been a while. Still not all right. Seen it. I had, yeah. All right. I showed Sam for the first time, so it's all like all my mind. Anyway. Um, I just remember Beyonce in that movie. She was, right? I think yeah. she was. Yeah. yeah exactly. That was like one of her first, like, and yeah. she was, that was, that was Destiny hilarious. Child's Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> um, I lost my train. Oh, he <laughs> oh, hasn't sorry. been healthy. He hasn't been healthy. And I, I just feel, I feel weird about throwing him out there in a the starting lineup when the dude tore his quad like freaking four mm-hmm. months ago, th- three months ago. And before that was coming off a torn Achilles, like, and obviously, like, I don't know. I'm not there. I'm not in practice. I won't be in training camp, unfortunately. But like, I feel like it might be better to let him, like, even even if you shape shape it or frame it as like Demarcus, like you tore your quad, you ruptured your Achilles. Let's like work you back into playing, and then you know if he takes over the starting spot, I, I feel like allowing him to like get his confidence back up. You know, after two pretty huge injuries and one in the playoffs. Like, I feel like that might be a good psychological aspect as well. See, my counterpoint to that is, like, one, he's got all summer. And I feel like Boogie's not the type of guy who, like, you have to let him play to get his confidence back. I feel like he's very confident in himself. It's a great counter. But, and also, if you want him to be confident, like, again, like I said, him and AD, he's comfortable with AD. So, like, I feel like that just is the best spot for him. Also, the spacing's a lot better with AD and Boogie, right? For LeBron's driving lanes and things like that. That's very fair. That's very fair. Roasted. I mean, I think it would be funny too if we if the Lakers kind of rolled out like the Pelican starting lineup with no. like Rondo, no, Danny Green, LeBron, AD, and Boogie, and it's just like <laughs> it's like the Pelican starting lineup plus LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you guys have start at point guard? LeBron. I mean, 
other than other than LeBron. Like as like the like, backup? Who, who, like who's defending point guards in our uh in our starting lineup? Avery. I'm with that okay. too. I'm with that too. Okay. I, don't, I thought so too. I think uh, l- uh, let me be clear. I think that's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I I would love to see like Alex Caruso, Danny Green, like LeBron, AD, and and whomever. Like I would Lineups. love to see Caruso get that chance. Yeah, yeah. I, I, because he's gritty. He's a he's a horse. He's gonna run. Like and he's he can defend and all. Like some somebody's got to run. You know what I mean? Like Avery Bradley. Like he's not old, but like he's not young. You know what I'm saying? And like. We, we're gonna need. We're, hopefully, we're gonna get some easy buckets. Like we're gonna need some easy buckets. Yeah. Le- LeBron, some some LeBron, you know, uh, outlet passes. The the bench mm-hmm. is so interesting to me because let's just say the projecting star lineup is the one I said. Then you have the bench as let's just say it's either Rondo or Caruso at the one. Then you have KCP. Mm-hmm. Then you have Kuz. Then you have Dudley, and then you have Javale. And then there's Quinn Cook, who again at the one, it's either Caruso or Rondo, and you don't know who's gonna play there. And then you have like the other two with let's just say it's Rondo Crusoe and uh, Quinn Cook. How do you mm-hmm. like sp- share those minutes? Because Quinn Cook can also play the two, I would say. But then like you just don't play Casey. I don't. I don't know how that's gonna work. I mean, Quinn but, Cook can't defend any position on the floor, so yeah, you have to throw yeah. defense out the window. But it's a good. I think it's a good problem to have. It's not like mm-hmm. it's not like a bad one because I actually think, like I said, the bench is pretty solid. Th- there's a lot of like. There's a lot of really solid like. If, 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 if Frank Vogel were a music producer, he's got a lot of good loops in, in, in his, in his library right now. And I'm really interested to see how, how he puts those loops together and, and creates a, a nice, a nice composition. You're right. It's a good problem to have. Nice way to put that, Rick. You were on one today. Hey, bro. In the words of Big Sean, I do it. Oh, um, you ruined it there. <laughs> that's what I do. All right. Uh, do we, do we have any more Lakers starting lineup related talk? Raj, did you have anything? Before we move on to the, the, the rest of the league. I'm just excited about the Danny Green, LeBron, uh, Davis kind of trio. Yeah, Obviously, Pete put out like a great video. Yeah. And that, like, I've watched that like 30 times How now. sick was that intro? Bruh, I'm, I'm going to watch it as soon as we're done with this. That intro Again. is so sick. Gave me chills. Shout out, shout out Pete, man. That was fire. That was crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, like I, in that that video and like me thinking about it, even afterwards has me thinking like we we talked a lot about well there's been a lot of talk about how you know like the young guys like oh they they just weren't good enough to compete with LeBron or they just weren't on LeBron's level but not even mm-hmm. on like a, a talent like making shots perspective just like fit. like it, even it, or it, even the fit but also like LeBron like is going to play with professional basketball players, like guys who know what to do on the floor in an NBA basketball mm-hmm. game. When like that, they just didn't know what to do on the floor last year. Like yeah. they they couldn't shoot, so the floor was cramped, and they didn't know when to cut when the floor was clamped or, or where to go. And it's just like I forgot that that these guys are not only are they vets in terms of they've been in the league, like but they they know what to do on the floor in a way that Lonzo and Ingram. And, you know, everybody else just really, really, really didn't know as much. So it's, I don't know. It, it's almost like, it, it isn't almost. We, we really will get to see a LeBron Lakers team when last year wasn't really LeBron Lakers team. It was the Lakers plus LeBron. Now we get right. to see what LeBron came here to do, lead a team to the playoffs. I won't accept any young course lander. My man. <laughs> you are, right. I, I, let me say this, you are correct. You are very correct in all of that. Uh, so I will pretend like I... I had a part in what you just said, but I won't add on to that. <laughs> but you are correct. 
in every way. Right. <laughs> I just need Kuzma to hit open shots, man. Like that's it. Like that's that's all he has to do on this team. And this team is going to win like 55 games if if Kuzma hits like his open shots. That's yeah, and I'm telling you it's just a there's like a lot of um just parts that you're thinking what if or like if they can do this with this team. That then that's yeah. honestly what gets me so excited because like I think they can. I think they can get there. It's just exactly. like Avery, he's always been hurt and you know, he hasn't been in a position where you know, you play for Memphis, you know, like you're not going to go all out there. No offense to Memphis, it's just you know, when you're playing for a team that's a contender, it's different. Mm-hmm. It is. It's very different. Yeah. It's very different. He's you only know, 28. I thought he was like 33 or something. Yeah. I thought he was older too, years. actually. Yeah. He's 28. Like he killed it for Boston, but that was a while ago. He had like a good stretch with, um, he's, I don't know if you guys remember, but the Clippers started off pretty hot last year. They had, they were like the one seed after yep. like, three, yeah, he was yes. starting for that team. He was like the starting point guard with Tobias Harrison, whoever else. So. He just had a really bad like two months, I think. Sorry, I just I I was curious. I forgot that Kyle Kuzma shot thirty one percent on catch uh-huh. and shoot threes. I didn't forget that. Yeah. Goodness gracious, man. But but it was thirty nine percent his rookie year, so it's like he's it's in there somewhere. <laughs> he like shot thirty two percent on wide open threes. I know, and then it's such a drop off. I respect it's it crazy. a lot though that he's working on a shot. Like you can yeah. be someone could be not what is the right word. Someone could be stingy and like be like, no, I don't need to fix my shooting form. And like he's Look, like now working on that, and he's. You don't need to disrespect Ben Simmons like this on this pod. This is a Lakers pod. No, I'm <laughs> did just you playing. did you see the video Ben Simmons posted the other day? I did not see the video. I heard about yeah. the video. I'm not watching Ben Simmons. <laughs> no, I know. Hit jumpers in a gym. Yeah, I, I agree. It. It's not the same. You, you can watch any NBA player hit like ten threes in a row or like hit shots. Yeah, I like, watched in person Tyson Chandler hit three after three after three at my high school gym. So it's it's just different when in a game. It's different for sure. Different. I was just curious if you those, saw it. And those Ben Simmons jumpers weren't like uh, calling them jumpers isn't really fair. They were like little fadeaways that he does in games as well. You know, like those little yeah, but they normally look fadeaway. awful. He, yeah, the release sure. actually kind of look nice now. But again, yeah. it's in a gym, and you can pick out what yeah. shots you want in the videos. But a lot of people trying to tell me he's gonna like come back as like you know like a shooter next year. No. He hasn't taken one yet. Like you gotta at least it you also go takes from like time. yeah, bro. I had a guy at my job tell me that Ben Simmons was gonna take two threes a game next year. No, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. He revised it to two after saying five threes a game. What? No, I think he's gonna average point seven three point attempts per game. Like, but where's like again? This is he just got like his hundred seventy million dollar contract for being who he is. You know, he, exactly. exactly. There's no reason for him to like want exactly. to change what he does. I think. I think. A, I think a part of that is like saying that you're gonna improve too. It's the Andrew. Oh, Wiggins for sure. Thing. <laughs> but I mean, his team is winning with what he's doing. Is was a was what I meant, right? Yeah. Like that. That Philly team is legitimately good. Agree. Um, with him being what he's doing, so I don't think he has to like. I think he should come back with some semblance of be able to take it but he doesn't have to become a shooter it also hurt them at times in the playoffs though oh for sure so i think having at least not if it's not even a three just a mid-range jumper can change everything yeah just 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 be able to pull up just be able to pull up <laughs> in the mid-range that's it that's it or, or just do it okay you're like no don't you don't even have to make it just do it just make that? someone believe are you saying that because he's a nike sponsored by nike oh wow i didn't even I didn't even put it together. That's a shame. Remember earlier how you asked me if I rhymed? You should have just accepted that one too. <laughs> um, you're 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 on fire. Thank you, thank you. 
It's a new day. Um, that's way, way too much Ben Simmons. Way yeah, too much Ben Blake Simmons. Simmons. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, just give me a little bit time, a little bit more time. It won't be really Ben Simmons, but you know how you, we're gonna talk about other teams in free agency. Yes, I think, I think Philly looks nice right now. I think the Al Horford signing was pretty big for them. You have to think though that all, all, all things considered, they are a worse team than they were last year, right? Like, if you think, because they lost Jimmy Butler, and the whole reason they got Jimmy Butler was to have a guy that they could give the ball to and say, make something happen mm-hmm. when, when Ben Simmons got out schemed. Mm-hmm. And like, you look at their roster now, and they have the same exact problem that they had before they traded for Jimmy yeah. Butler. They also lost JJ Reddick. Um, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Huge. Josh Richardson's a nice pickup, though. He is. You're yeah. right. And they're, and they're, they're going to defend the hell out of, out of yeah. everyone, every you know, game. Having Embiid and then, and Horford down there is kind of scary. I just I just feel like they're gonna be a great regular season team, and yeah. then like unless Tobias Harris and I love Tobias Harris, but unless Tobias Harris can really take because because Ben's not gonna shoot, and then he's gonna get out schemed, and then he's gonna stand in the dunker spot, and then Josh Richardson's gonna be running pick and rolls. So like Tobias Harris needs to be like the best version of Tobias Harris possible for them to have any success in the in the, in the playoffs. Yeah. I, just, I, I actually think when the Lakers go up against Philly, because let's just say their starting lineup is Ben Simmons at the point guard, uh, Josh Richardson at the two. Tobias Harrison at a three and beat at four, Horford at five, right? Mm-hmm. That matchup against the Lakers, like if it's like LeBron, in, for the for this matchup, I feel like you got to bring in Kuz uh, instead of Avery oh, yeah. Bradley. So it'd be LeBron, Danny Green, uh, Kuz, AD, Boogie. That matchup is pretty damn nice. Yeah, yeah, that's that's entertaining. That is very I, entertaining. I, I think this NBA season is going to be crazy. Like the amount of teams that, like you said, it's up in the air. There's so many teams with two stars on the team, and like so many teams that can possibly win it all. Yeah, Ali, that lineup you just said for the Lakers, I think that's really cool that they can kind of throw that at anybody, right? They don't have to wait for Philly. Like they can just be like, we're just gonna go big on you and still have LeBron. Kuzma and AD run down your throats. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I think that's agree. just an amazing lineup. But the only issue with that is the defense. It's like if Kuz improves on defense, then you can throw that at yeah. anyone. But if he doesn't, then it's tough to do that. Yeah, but that's gonna need to happen anyway, right? Like he, he just has to get better. Yeah, on oh, that absolutely. End. And I'm yeah. sure he's working on it. Yeah, like he tries though. You know, like when you watch him, it's not like an effort thing to me. Yeah, with Kuz, like he's like in his his stance was just horrible. <laughs> I'm hoping like Phil Phil Handy helps with that. But. Oh, I'm, dude, I love that signing. All right, should we? Uh, since we're already talking about, uh, well, I guess we switch back to the Lakers. But since we're already talking about <laughs> other teams, uh, do you guys want to give your most intriguing team after free agency? Uh, is yours? Is yours Philly? Yeah, mine was Philly. Philly. Man, you know, I, I I need to see the shooting. But, like, I mean, Zaire Smith, you keep him away from sesame oil, he'll be healthy. <laughs> like, no BS. That's Jeez. scary as hell. That was t- um, That's terrifying. That's, t- that's terrifying. I, 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 I use a lot of sesame oil. I'm not going to lie. It's one of my favorite flavors. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I hear you. I hear you. Uh, Raj? So, my like, obviously, their fans annoy me. But the Utah Jazz roster yeah. is, like, super interesting to me. Like, I don't think they have any, like, the best players of the top 10 players. But they have, like, a bunch of, like, top 20, I think. Top 20 to 20, 25 or something. They're going to be really good. Yeah, they have they have depth. They probably have the best depth in the NBA. Yeah. That's one problem with yeah. Philly is their bench. That's fair. Like, I love Gobert, Mike Conley, and, like, Donovan Mitchell, Joe Ingles kind of starting lineup. I think that's really fun. Mm-hmm. 
So that, that's actually, uh, they were, they were my team, but I actually mm-hmm. have another team also. Um, I think, uh, I think Oklahoma City is actually pretty interesting. So you think they keep Chris Paul, I'm guessing, in this you situation? Think Oklahoma City's interesting, what you said? Yeah, I, I do. Uh, I do think they keep Chris Paul in this, in this situation. Uh, Man. I don't, I, one, because it's going to be hard to trade him, like straight up. It is. It, it's it's going to be extremely hard to trade him, and I don't know. I maybe Miami in the mid season, but maybe they just want to rock with Jimmy. It's going to be hard to trade him. I just feel like 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 let's let's look at their roster, right? Like Chris Paul, I know he's old, what ha- what have you, and I also don't really like him that much. But he's really good. He's really really he good. Shea Gilgis Alexander is also good, and Dennis Schroeder as you know backup point guard, six man type. You know, he's obviously a flawed player, but you got Chris Paul playing with Shea. Terrence Ferguson is, you know, he's had injuries, but he, he'll be, he'll be, he's athletic. He's got his shots got to get better, but he's a horse he can run. Hamadou Diallo is super athletic. He's a horse he mm-hmm. can run. Gallo has health problems, obviously, but he was really good. Like they tra- the Clippers traded away Tobias Harris and Gallo was like, all right, I got it. And just like took over that role. Uh, Patrick Patterson, like the fours are questionable, Muscala and Patterson. And we're not even gonna talk about Muscala. But like Chris Paul and Steven Adams and Nolan's Noel uh uh pick and rolls with like Gallinari, Shea, and Ferguson like you know, spreading the floor. I, I don't know. I think I think people are writing them off, and I feel like Chris Paul not having to capitulate to any like quote unquote second star and just being like Steven Adams and Nerlens Noel. Set a screen, and I'm going to make something happen. Like, I feel like they might be better than people are anticipating. You know, I, I didn't really, like, think about it a lot. I didn't think about OKC mm-hmm. a lot. But, like, after you put it like that, and I yeah. actually think about it, they're actually not a bad 11th seed in the West. <laughs> I It was like it was like 10 seconds in, I was like, he's being facetious. I, thought, yeah, I didn't even <laughs> catch that until the 11th seed part. I was like, damn. <laughs> I, know, I know you too well. Um... <laughs> I mean, it's it's a stretch, but like I also I like Patrick Patterson. Uh, I think uh, he's a game, I think he's not. A, he's, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Shut up. I was I was gonna say not playing with Russell Westbrook should help a lot of these guys be better at basketball. Like you, you were talking about you're talking about how Avery Bradley had no motivation motivation because he was playing for Memphis. Well, a lot of these guys had no motivation too because they knew I got to shoot when I get the ball, or, or, or otherwise I'm not gonna score. Also, I'm not getting any rebounds because it's all Russell and Stephen Adams. Also. Like, I better make the shot, otherwise Russell Westbrook's going to be yelling at me for ruining this triple-double. When, like, Chris Paul is also, like, finicky, and, and I, I don't, but I don't know if he's, like, I don't want to call Russell Westbrook selfish, but I don't know if he's, if he's selfish in that same way. Like, Chris Paul might not be a great teammate, but if you look at on-off numbers, like, dudes who play with Chris Paul are better when Chris Paul's on the floor. Dudes are better with Chris Paul on the floor, and, and he's going to make all those dudes better alone and they're also going to be better by virtue of not playing with russell westbrook so i don't know i'm i'm, I'm interested also paul george is going so i can like watch them and like enjoy it I, I like that team as well i think it's just sad to see chris i know you guys don't really like chris paul but it's sad to see him on that kind of team no like on a little underdog like hungry team like i, I just think that's weird after everything that's gone on and how he was in houston i to see him on a little Fighting for an eighth seed, just strange. I just can't see it. I don't. I don't like Chris Paul because of his attitude, but mm-hmm. I like really love his game. Like, yeah, really, like he's too. the guy who like I try to mimic when I'm playing. 
not not attitude wise, but like the way he plays. Like I like it's ridiculous how much I love his game. I just hate his attitude. That's what bothers me the most. But his game, yeah. he's so smart on the court. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he he's like a guy in my opinion that's gonna be weird to explain to like people who didn't watch him. Like the people now watching the NBA who didn't watch him like in his prime Clipper or New Orleans days. That dude was like amazing. Like at his height and what he did. It's it's sad to see where it'll be now. I guess. I think Zach Lowe and Kevin Arnovitz talked about him on their last po- on Zach Lowe's one of the, one of Zach oh. Lowe's last podcasts. Oh yeah, it was good. Uh, it was it was a great listen because I'm 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 an avowed like I'm not a hater anymore. I put that put that gene away. Like that's not who I am anymore. That that mm-hmm. gene was a mutation that has been since fixed medically. But except for Paul George, but yeah, yeah, no, nah, because f- him. <laughs> um, but like I th- I think I think Chris Paul because of like the the Clippers foibles. And you know the, the the injury that he had in in Game Six with with Houston, I, like like you said, he's going to be remembered weirdly. But it's a shame because like that dude, that, that dude's special. Like that dude is is special. And I I think people kind of size it because Chris Paul fans would like call him like the best point guard of all time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. did Magic Johnson and John Stockton just like never exist? Um, but at the same like I I want him to get his due because and and that's part of the reason why I think OKC is interesting because like. If he ends up playing for them, like actually playing for them, then I think he's going to take it seriously as like, a, oh, nobody wants to trade for me. Like, yeah. I'm going to show you guys what you guys are missing out on. I can see him taking it that route. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I see a little FU season coming from Chris Paul. But as much as I hate to say it, like, it's also about how his body can handle it. True. Yeah. True. His contract is insane. I and mean, it's like, he makes like $45 million the next three years. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like I, I immediately when he got traded to the Thunder, I like hopped on Spot Track and got my Excel sheet open, and I was like, "Please God, let's make sure there's no way in February that we can trade for Chris Paul, and it's not happening. There's no way, no. unless he gives up like like fifty four million dollars over the course of his of his career in that buyout and lowers his like I, I don't like I think he do and it. We can, <sighs> which which won't happen because he's the president of the players association so it's kind of like a bad look if he yeah. gives back that yeah. much money you know yeah he can't do that he can't, that's, that's bad politics yep i'm glad you guys are convincing yourself that he's not gonna do it <laughs> dude stop it <laughs> <laughs> don't don't even let me think that i don't want to go to bed with that thought in my head as i sit here like yeah i think the thunder could be special don't have him on the lakers well if it makes you feel better nike wouldn't allow anthony davis to give him the number three sorry i'm so sorry <laughs> wow that, 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 that took some layers that took some layers um i was actually really excited that that nike like put the put the kibosh on the on the jersey switching dude i was with pissed LeBron. Why are you pissed because i actually think lebron going to six and ad going 23 would have been sick and also no, ad I, at number three i just it's so hard for me to like accept that he's a big man yeah that's weird i yeah. hear you on that sense actually do you guys accept like Nike's reasoning to why they didn't allow it? No. That like I guess there's enough jerseys made already. Players get traded. I know that it's like it's supposedly in a contract. Like you have to do it by March of the previous year in order to do that. So in that sense, I understand. But like, come on, they would make so yeah. much money off of LeBron number six and AD number twenty three. I I'm not even kidding. I some people. I mean, you guys might disagree, but I truly believe more people would be interested in buying a 23 AD than at 3 AD. And not only that, people would be more interested in 
buying a six LeBron now too. Like there would be a lot of people buying that because if they cha- end up changing it next season, like people this season won't want to buy it. I think the thing is though, you got to th- also think about like they're still going to be able to sell those LeBron 23 jerseys this year now that that they're not switching. But if they had switched, if they had, if they had, you know, acquiesced and switched now, like no people are not people maybe, but people probably aren't going to like go crazy for the old LeBron 23 jerseys cuz it's not like he had a crazy year. It's like his first year on the Lakers was kind of a dud. So like that's not even a time capsule of like LeBron's first year on the Lakers. Like he's just like, "All right, like all right, now I get to see the real LeBron in six. So I kind of get the production thing, uh, mm-hmm. in a way. Also, I just brought, bought those, uh, lo- those LeBron 16 heritages that have 23 on them. So I was like, all right, now they actually get to be useful because he'll be good this year. Um, <laughs> so that's why I was excited, but I'm selfish. I'm just so excited for him to bring the chalk toss back. Yo. That's going to be hype. Imagine the first game he does that. Ooh, I hope he doesn't do it any priest. This is like five year old me freaking out inside. I, I hope he doesn't do it in any preseason games. I hope he does it. This is the Lakers' first home game of the regular season, which hopefully, if the NBA doesn't mess it up like they did last season, the first game will be a Lakers' home game. I know. That was just, in, like, oh, Portland last year. Yeah. And he just chalk talk. Oof. 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 Sheesh. Right, did he not chalk talk last year? I mean, no. I don't think so. No? Not once. I don't know. Oh, no, no. He hasn't done it in a while. Oh, wow. Also, you oh, gotta, wow. you gotta, you gotta watch your tongue with that slander on the scheduling department. All right, they work very hard. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> just playing games with you. Um, shout out, shout out, Tom Corelli. Um, Yo, I, I didn't mean any offense to that. You know, it's just, <laughs> usually the Lakers always have their first game home. I'm just saying. Yeah, it was weird. It was especially with the significance of LeBron being a Laker. It was like, uh, mm-hmm. you hear that, Tom? Even here? Rick agrees with me. There we go. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be very surprised. Uh, actually, you know, Tom might, Tom might support. Throw this on on his commute. I don't know. I don't even know if he commutes. I don't know. Maybe he lives <laughs> close by to the office. He's a good guy. Um, <laughs> Timmy. Oh man, I call him Timmy. <laughs> Timmy. <laughs> All right. Um. All right. Well, any other uh, any other final thoughts? I, I think we we kind of rambled a bit, but I think it was necessary. We had to just we had to throw a bunch of stuff at the wall. It's been a month since we recorded a pod, so we we just had to let let you guys, the listeners, know where we were at mentally. A lot going on in, in these heads. There was a lot. Yeah, we didn't even get to Westbrook on the Rockets, did we? All right. So we got to We got to give that like a solid 120 seconds. <laughs> You brought it, it didn't up. Didn't change anything. Oh yeah, it didn't really change anything for me. Like I heard it, I'm like, that's nice. Like, I didn't, it didn't, it didn't make them like go higher and lower in contention for me. What did it do for you guys? I th- I actually think it was a good move by them. I think I think it was the right move because if really Chris Paul mm-hmm. and Harden weren't getting along, Westbrook and Harden will get along off the court. I don't know about on the court. Like I don't know how that's gonna work. But I think they had it to won't, do. So- but- I think they had. Yeah. <laughs> but I think they had to do something. And so I understand the move. The contracts, you know, like both are signed for a while and everything. I think you're making your superstar more happy by bringing Westbrook. So I, I understand the move. Also, it doesn't move the needle. Maybe it moves the needle a little bit for me, but not really. Yeah, I I, I kind of agree. I, I think I think it's gonna I think it's gonna work a little better than than people expect. Just because, like you said, they're friends. So like like. When you're friends with someone, if you're real friends, like they are, like they've played together before. So they, and they probably know each other's games. They probably know what's going to piss them off. They, they, they honestly might argue more on the court than James and Chris Paul did, but I feel like you can argue with your friend 
in a way oh. that you can't necessarily argue with Chris Paul. Um, <laughs> uh, that being said, yeah, I mean, unless the NBA starts playing with multiple basketballs on one on one court, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I have that's that's. But Chris Paul's also signed for one year more than Russell, is he not? He is. Mm-hmm. So you know, they, they, you, get, you get off, you get off a year. I don't know. Um, I have one more thing to add on, and I'll try to do. We'll try to do this as quick as possible. Um, does anyone? Do any of you have like a paper next to you or anything like that? Yes. Okay, and a pen. Yes. Okay, because you need a paper next to a pen. All right, good. Um, Always. You hear, you hear the click? The, yeah, yeah. I'm there shocked it's not nail clippers. I, I, I was actually playing with it. That. I was playing with them earlier, so <laughs> you you, re- you releasing the secrets. Never mind. Um, so I, I have, have my notes list. app open. So I, I had that too, but you know I had to had to get the. All right, I have, all right, go ahead. Sorry, I have the list oh, yeah. of free agents we guessed. Oh, God. and I want to see who got the most. Okay. Okay. Um, so we'll do this as quick as possible. KD, we all said Brooklyn, so one point to all of us. Dope. Okay. Kawhi. Um, Raj said Lakers, me and Rick said Raptors, so none to us, none to any of us. We couldn't see it coming, guys. Clay, all said Warriors, so again, another point to all of us. Okay, good Mm -hmm. luck, guys. Kyrie, all said Brooklyn, so a point to all of us. All right, tied at three all around. Jimmy Butler, Raj and Rick both said Philadelphia, I said Rockets, point to none of us. Man. Chris Middleton, all said Milwaukee, point to all of us. Okay. Vucevic. Only Raj gets a point. Rick said Boston. I said Mavericks. All right. Now, hold on. No, no. Don't, now, hold don't, on. don't, don't even. Listen. Now, now, hold on. Because the Celtics did not get Vucevic, right? But they did no, no way you can get an offensively this. talented you European center, <laughs> Eastern European center with defensive Stop liabilities. It. So, like, I, like the, the fit was you want, there. You want, like, half a point for that? I want to have a point. <laughs> that was, it was the fit. The basketball, the basketball reasons made sense. All right. Five, four, four, do you, fine, do you, whatever. Do you feel better? I do. Okay. I, 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 actually, I feel great. Okay. I feel like, That's I feel like matters. even though I didn't get, I didn't get the player right. I didn't get the the play, but but I got the team construction right, and that's better. <laughs> Keep counting. Anyway, zero points to you. Um, <laughs> D'Lo, D, D, D Raj said Knicks. Me and Rick said Lakers. None of us. Wow, that, that was that not came fair. That was, yeah. that was not even fair. <laughs> now, that's KD's fault. Now yeah, I no. I'm going to take a lot of pride in this. Before there was any rumors of Kemba to the Celtics, not one rumor. I said Kemba to the Celtics. Wow. So one point to me, zero to none of y'all. Rick said Mavericks and Raj said uh, Charlotte. Wow. So I will take that way off. Look at you. All right. So now Raj and Ali are tied. Let's do this. Um, Tobias Harris. Me and Raj said Philadelphia. Rick said Knicks. So (laughs) me and Raj. Damn. All right. Well. Boogie Cousins. All of us said Knicks. (laughs) Brogdon. This is crazy to listen to. Brogdon. Um, I said Knicks. Raj said Knicks. And oh no, Raj said sorry. I said Milwaukee. Uh, Raj said Clippers, and Rick said Suns. Wow. So yeah, hmm. um, zero to any of us. Okay. Al Horford, Raj and Rick Dallas. I said Clippers. Point to none of us. Here is the difference maker, and it's gonna make me cry. Terrence Ross, Raj and Rick said Orlando. I said the oh. Knicks. Oh. So right now Raj is up one, correct? Yes. Okay. I think so. Now, here is where I will take pride, because I believe, I, you guys have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm, oh, wait, no, I was wrong. 
Let's hear it. Let's hear it. We said the first signing, remember? Yes. The first signing. Oh, yes. I said Clay. Was it oh, Clay? Did, it, was yeah. not, it was not Clay, right? It was not no, Clay. Clay Who took was a it? while. Was it, Ky- was it Kyrie? Raj said Kyrie. It was Kyrie. And then Rick said Kawhi, which was way off. Way so off. I feel a little bit better about Clay. But that was that was me doubling down. I said Raptors. I was like, we're gonna. But yeah, go ahead. So I to think be, Raj we, wins this one. Yeah. To be fair, Kyrie was done like three months ago. So that's yeah. Like, <laughs> just 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 take your victory and leave it alone. So what are, what are the points? Uh, Raj, uh, I'm in last with five. <laughs> Ali second place with six, and Raj with a big eight. Eight. Listen, I was trying to go big with Terrence Ross and Knicks. All right, I want to be different. I originally have, I think it's Orlando, and then I scratched it. Oh, no, I said 76. Never mind. All right, whatever. You win. Hey, congratulations, Raj. Yeah, big win. <laughs> I feel like I got all, like, oh, we got none of, like, the really big ones, though, right? I feel like. What you, well, I, mean, we, I mean, we got KD, but that was oh, kind of. Oh, yeah. We got, none of us got Kawhi. I think, yeah, none of us got Jimmy. Yeah, none of us got, like, the big, big ones. I mean, I got Kemba, but that's not big. I think we were hot taking it. I really do. Yeah. I, th- I think we were trying to be uh, exciting. Do you, uh, do you guys remember and, how crazy Al Horford's was? Like, every day there was a yeah. new team for Al Horford. It was like Mavericks. Yeah. And then it crept back to Boston. 76ers wasn't one of them. With, yeah, and then he just signed with Philly. We're like, oh, all right. Yeah. I think Al Horford was enjoying that uh, enjoying that process as well. Yeah. That's a big contract <laughs> for Al Horford. It is. Four years max. Yeah. And how old is he? 30 33? Yeah, I think so. Like 30, 32 or 33. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. what do I win with this again? I forgot. <laughs> oh, actually. Yeah, I forgot too. I don't, I, I don't I don't remember. It's probably in the last pod. All right. So somebody <laughs> uh, who listened to the last pod, go ahead and let us know <laughs> what, we ha- what we have to do for Raj. Got to do yeah. something. Oh, wait. Was it not that we... It was something at Vegas, wasn't it? Oh, I think we we're supposed to decide at Vegas. Oh yep, okay, yep. Well, I think so. Well, you know and what? Then Vegas you, happened. So you, I tell you, I, I tell you what. Uh, you're right. So I'll buy you tickets to a nightclub and I'll get you some drinks. <laughs> hey, we're good there. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. All right. Um, <laughs> no, we gotta, we gotta. Yeah, we we slacked on that. We were really supposed to do that. Hey, there's always next year. Always next year. Always next year. When we'll have. Uh, oh, we have our pick next year, so we'll have a rookie to watch. Taylor Horton Tucker. <laughs> You'll be the vet. We'll have some child. I don't know. <laughs> some, some child on the team. Do we have child any picks? <laughs> we have the, we have next year's, and then we don't pick again until twenty forty five. Which I'm happy about because I don't really watch college ball, so makes it easier on me. Yeah, I don't watch college ball, but I know there's some really dope kindergartens out there right now. So next time the Lakers have a pick, well, we should be able to snag them up real quick. Yeah. All right. Well, um, thank you, Ali, for making me realize that I uh, am dumb no regarding basketball signings. Anytime. It's just how I wanted to end the pod tonight. Mm-hmm. Got you, bro. And that was uh, fun. yeah, it, it's it's good to be back. Uh, good to be back discussing the discussing the squad with you guys. Let's uh let's not let's not uh take social so long of a break next time. Although you know what, we took a break from the pod, but we like hung out like for real, for real in Vegas. Yeah. So I feel like you know. We we listeners, we had to give you a month hiatus, but we had to give it to you so we could be more organic when mm-hmm. we returned. Mm-hmm. Yes, our chemistry is on another level. Shoo, mm-hmm. shoo. There was no catfishes; they were all real. 
<laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. What if, what if, what if, like, what if we met and it was a catfish, but like I pulled up in like a Clippers jersey? <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's not even like, guys, I'm just doing this for the pod. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, Lakers, Lakers for clicks. So that's why I'm here. I don't know why I would sound like that all of a sudden. Um. <laughs> I know you guys probably thought I was like 6'4 or something. So, so, yeah. I actually did. So, <laughs> no. Anyway, um, all right. Well, thank you as always for listening. I, I hate when I do the plug, uh, for like iTunes and stuff, like 80 minutes into the pod. Cause I'm like, whoever's listening at this point has already done this. Um, but if you could be so kind, please subscribe, uh, to the, to the, to the forum, subscribe. your LA Lakers, your favorite LA Lakers podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, Spot- Spotify. Yes. Castbox. I don't know if we're on Himalaya or Luminary. I'm not sure. I don't know. I gotta. I'm gonna head in the account settings as soon as we're done recording this, just to peep. But uh, please do. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please go ahead and give us a review because that way people will know we're a good podcast, and then we'll get more listeners, and that would be fantastic. Thanks, guys. Any Thank other uh, any other final thoughts? Uh, this is gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun season. Yeah, that's for sure. I can't wait to get into the nitty gritty, uh, of the roster and, and do some breakdowns. We got, cause we got the off season. So it's going to be, uh, we got some yeah. content to, to some creative content to come up with our, in the meantime. Our content is going to be breaking down people's tweets. Yeah. For, yeah. <laughs> but, but actually, <laughs> but actually, um, and in the meantime, one final thing, uh, the, the, the real pod listeners will remember that I have met Danny Green's wife before or fiance. So now, you know, it's all in the family. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Danny Green's a Laker. Now I'm going to hit her up and be like, hey, what's good? Long time no see. Tell Danny, let me get some ticks. You don't even live in happen. L.A. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> Send them to me. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll, 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 hey, for the squad. For the squad. Of course. <laughs> so, Blair, if you hear this, shout out to you. Where them tickets at, y'all? <laughs> And, and if there's one thing that won't get her to send tickets, it's that right there. So, <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. This has been The Forum. Peace. Peace. Raj. Oh, I was like a second late. I thought it was good, like nothing ever happens. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs>